Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the American Nightmare Podcast. This is episode 47. Hey now. Recorded Mission February 50. 24th, 2022. 47. <laughs> Awesome. Wow, we're in February already. 2022 is moving right along, isn't it? Okay. Uh, let's start off with acknowledging, number one, that it is Black History Month. We're at the end of the month here, but uh, it is Black History Month. Um, and we'll start off with some news. Uh, there's a new horror title uh, coming to Hulu in March called Fresh. Starring Daisy Edgar Jones and Sebastian Stan. I posted the uh, uh, trailer to our um, y- our Facebook group, uh, and I'm also going to post it on the website as part of the this episode information. But it looks pretty freaky. I didn't uh, get a chance Fresh to look at it. Fresh follows Noah. Yeah, Fresh follows Noah, who meets an alluring Steve, played by Sebastian Stan, at a grocery store, and given her frustration with the dating apps, takes a chance and gives him her number. After the first date, Noah is smitten and accepts Steve's invitation to a romantic weekend getaway, only to find that her new paramour has been hiding some unusual appetites. Hmm. Yeah, I, had, I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. Fresh. I like Sebastian Stan, though, so. I'm assuming that this is, uh, it sounds like it's a cannibal film, and it looks pretty fucking insane by the Sweet. trailer. Um, John Carpenter recently did an interview with a Hollywood reporter, and he expressed his interest in a sequel to 1982's movie, The Thing. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, it was at the very last question of the interview. He says, finally, circling back to Escape from L.A., is there any other picture in which your classics that you'd wish you had a sequel? And his answer? I would like to do a sequel for The Thing. Interesting. Or perhaps a continuation of The Thing. Something like that. But I don't know. See, there are a lot of things in this world that I don't know. <laughs> well, it would be great if we could fucking do a sequel to the thing. Yeah, I mean, they could just pick up right right where the last one left off, right? Like, like the, the place is on fire. Yeah, because I want to know, who who was it? Was it McCready or, yeah. or was it the, the black dude? Who, who was it? Yeah. Did they both freeze to death? Or and if the thing froze to death, apparently, like I would think, if it gets thawed out, it you know, you know, it uh, could start its carnage again. Right. I'd be down. All right. Uh, the Toxic Avenger remake director Malcolm Blair aimed to honor the original film. Sweet. Uh, five months ago, we talked about the fact that the Toxic Avenger was going to get remade. So it's been quite some time since we last talked about it. Um, but the the director of um, I Don't Fail at Home in This World, uh, Malcolm Blair, he announced about five months ago that he uh, was going to make this remake. Well, apparently filming has wrapped, and it's going to be distributed soon, but we don't know, and they have not announced huh. when it's going to be released. Uh, but, but while we wait for the release, uh, Peter Dinklage did an interview on, um, uh, I, believe, I believe it was Deadline, uh, where he described the remake as a crazy, over-the-top movie. And the cool thing is the cast, which we mentioned before, includes Elijah Wood, mm-hmm. but it also includes Peter Dinklage and Kevin Bacon. What? Nice. Nice. Yeah. 
Is it so? Have anything any ties to trauma? Uh, as a matter of fact, it's not distributed by Troma. It's trying to be faithful to the original movie. And he did, uh, the director did mention in the interview that he uh, had some consulting from the team at Troma nice. uh, that originally paid for and or directed and wrote that film. Cool. So little insight on it. Perhaps it'll be true and faithful to the original, but yet over the top and better. Sweet. First of all, Toxic Avenger was an over the top fucking movie <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. All uh, Troma's movies of, were over the top. One of my favorite Troma films. Yeah. Yo, uh, a Kabuki, ka- uh, Kabuki Man, uh, to- Toxic Avenger, like all those films. I just loved all of them. Yeah. Um, Netflix uh, released like a group teaser that had a bunch of clips of different movies that are coming out this next year on Netflix. But one of those films in there is a vampire film called Day Shift. Hmm. Um. They posted on Twitter, Netflix posted on Twitter, and I put the link here, and I'll share that on our Facebook group. Um, the Netflix film Twitter account shows a picture of Jamie Foxx and saying that this is going to be a vampire film. Cool. Jamie Foxx is starring as a hardworking blue-collar dad who just wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted 8-year-old daughter. His mundane San Fernando Valley pool cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, Hunting and killing vampires. That sounds good. Movie stars Dave Franco. Nice. Movie stars Dave Franco, Snoop Dogg, and Jamie Foxx. Oh, sweet. That sounds pretty good. Netflix, huh? Always up for another vampire movie. Yeah. Yep. And that's a good cast, too. I like all them dudes. Now, if you go to Netflix's webpage, if you click the link inside this uh, Twitter announcement, or I'm sorry, this, uh, yeah, Twitter announcement, It'll just take you to a Netflix uh, page that says coming soon and a little button that says remind me so that when it does come out, you'll get a notification. Cool. NECA Toys shows off a new toy of the thing, a toy design on their Instagram account. I'll get the link here from the Instagram account. I'll post that to our Facebook group and also post it to the notes of the show. But straight from the NECA studios, here is a work in progress look at the dog creature from the thing. And it's available, uh, the toy comes in two forms. So you have the dog's back splitting open with the thing coming out of it. And then you have the thing bloody dog with all the tentacles. Oh, nice. Awesome. Looks like a pretty cool toy. At least the the, uh, initial design of it looks pretty cool. No head spider. I like the head spider the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. That's the classic one. You know, we talked previously a few months ago last year about uh, Stephen King has so many movies under contract right now. Well, guess what? There's another one to add to the list. Stephen King's 1973 short, The Boogeyman, is being adapted into a film for Hulu. Hmm. I don't think I know that one. Um, Hulu is creating this with the... Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one that I didn't know either, but I looked it up. I'm like, oh, wow, that's 1973. It's one of his short stories. Never read it. Don't know anything about it. Uh, it's expected to de- debut next year on Hulu. Uh, it's going to be released under 20th Century Studios Pictures, which is, you know, Hulu slash Disney yeah. uh, slash Fox. Uh, they changed the, con- the the company name from 20th Century Fox to 20th Century Studios. Hmm. Um, the film follows a 16-year-old and her younger sister still reeling from the death of their mother as, they, as they're targeted by a supernatural boogeyman. After their psychologist father has an encounter with a desperate patient in their home. Hmm. 
We've talked uh, previously about Blade, the upcoming Marvel movie that's going to be stalling Mahershala Ali, um, the remake of the Blade movie uh, from the uh, early, uh, late 1990s that previously starred, uh, what's his face? Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes, yes, as Blade. Classic film. Blade 1 was an amazing movie. Blade 2 was pretty good. Blade 3 Trinity was absolute trash. Oh, I didn't think uh, it was that but, bad. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. I liked Ryan I Reynolds in it. it. You know, the thing that bothers me the most is at the end of the original Blade, they had uh, uh, someone in the in the background when they show up in Russia, like it's snowy at the end of that movie, and on the top of the building across the way was supposed to be Morbius, and he was supposed to be in the second movie. Never happened. Oh, really? Uh, anyway. Huh. Yeah, anyway, uh, so Blade, uh, according to Deadline, Aaron Pierre, Aaron Pierre, Aaron Pierre has joined the cast as probably one of the most sought-after roles, which is not announced. Uh, it is unknown what Pierre will play hmm. in the film, and Marvel had no comment. However, Hollywood, insider, uh, Hollywood insiders say that this is one of the most sought-after roles in the Blade film, besides the lead role. So we don't know who it is, but I'm assuming it is probably the bad guy. <laughs> um, coming to Netflix this month... Nightmare on Elm Street, both the 1984 and 2010 version, along with Freddy vs. Jason. Nice. I like that classic movie. Classic films. So if you're into some classic films, yeah, that's the shit you should be watching. Um, on a side note, Freddy vs. Jason, Jason, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but originally it was pitched by Robert England, the, character, the man that plays Freddy Krueger, that the film should be Freddy versus Jason versus Ash Williams. Yeah, I just found that out. Um, I've been watching that yeah, Behind he did the an Monsters. Interview not too recently. Yep, he did an interview in the Behind the Monsters when he talked about that. And the problem is that they wanted uh, the way that the writers pitched it was that Ash Williams is the winner at the end. Yeah. And both the property owners of Freddy and Jason said, there's no way in fucking hell yeah. we're going to take our million-dollar property <laughs> and let it get killed by your $50,000 Ash Williams. That would have been <laughs> awesome, though. That would have been freaking awesome. So it it would have been fucking amazing. I would have loved it. It would have made the movie that much better if he would have had Ash Williams in there beating the shit out of Jason and Freddy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Listen up, screwheads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been fantastic. Yeah, that have you um, have you watched that uh, series at all? Uh, most of the series behind the behind I the watched monsters? some. Yeah, I only have one left. It's been pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I've, a lot of it's stuff I saw in other things, but uh, it's entertaining. Right. It seems like they've kind of compiled just a bunch of in, uh, interviews and information from different stuff and kind of slapped it in there. But yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. I've, I've been watching so much stuff; it's difficult. Yeah, I've been, I've been talking to my sister about the fact that. All the shit I'm watching is, is starting to get out of control. Yeah, having a hard time remembering shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, last month, we we reviewed the Deeper You Dig. I don't know if you recall. We watched that movie, yes. Deeper You yes. Dig. Uh, directed by John Adams and Zelda Adams and Toby Poser. It also included Lulu Adams as the teenage girl, the daughter of Zelda Adams. Uh, and I mentioned that he had another film coming out called Hellbender. Well, guess what? Hellbender premieres on Shutter tonight. Yeah, that trailer looks really good. And 
It looks it really good. good, it does look really you good. know the movie got good reviews. Yeah, I mean the trailer like I'm like, man, this so looks I'm, creepy. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Hopefully they're they've taken things to the next level with their direction and acting and uh let's uh let's hope it's uh, really good. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think I might watch that this weekend. Too. What's that, Craig? Yeah. I said a lot of it was the budget too. Yeah, yeah. true. Pretty, pretty low budget. Yeah, the trailer looks really good. Uh also also, this weekend in theaters, Studio 666, I posted on Facebook the Red Band trailer, which is fucking gross yeah. and fucking amazing. Nice. I can't wait. I'm going to go see it this weekend. Are you? Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have to see if it's, it's around. It's funny because I just watched an, I just watched an interview. Uh, Dave Grohl appeared uh, this morning on Hot Ones. I don't know if you guys watch Hot Ones Yeah, great show. That's the wing-eating interview show. Mm-hmm. So Dave Grohl is on today. And he talked about the origins of that film, saying that uh, that house he used to live in, um, and he actually recorded an album there. They recorded an album there. And the owner was getting ready to sell it, and the owner was saying, hey, Dave, do you want to buy back? And Dave's like, no, but we might want to record there one more time. So he rented it to do a recording, and then they were going to do a music video there. And they started putting together the script for the music video. And he goes, you know what? This would be a great movie. We should make a horror movie. And boom, they have a horror movie. It looks it looks fun. So, yeah, it looks looks entertaining. It looks like a great horror comedy. Yep. Uh, so I'm excited to see it. Uh, also, this weekend on Hulu, No Exit. We talked about this one last month. I think I posted a trailer last month. Mm-hmm. I posted the latest trailer uh, up on Facebook today. And that's During a Blizzard and stranded in an isolated highway rest stop in the mountains, a college student discovers a kidnapped child hidden in a car belonging to one of the people inside. Yeah, it looks that so looks good, too. should be an interesting film. That comes out this weekend, yeah. too? Yep, that comes out uh, tomorrow on Hulu. Nice. Good weekend for horrors. Hell yeah. Um, that is it for what I have for news. You guys got anything you want to talk about or mention in the news? Uh, yeah. First off, um, I don't. Maybe uh, I was curious. Uh, you went to see the Evil Dead Rise. Uh, how was it? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, uh, it wasn't a finished film, but I'm so excited. Oh, uh, okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited for Evil Dead Rise. I'm not sure when it's coming out. They didn't give a release date, so I don't know when it's coming out. Uh, and it's not a fully finished picture yet. But but you're you're excited for the for the full length. Sweet. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Cool beans. Uh, that's. Really um, I'm gonna we're gonna do a. N- Did you hear? The, yeah, go ahead. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix was. The I watched it this weekend. Watch. It was decent. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet, but I did see it was the second most watched premiere on Netflix yeah. in the history of Netflix. Yeah, got that's it. amazing. So, that's so amazing. I know there's a lot of tell you about horror movies. You know what I mean? There's a lot of these like reimaginations coming out late, lately, um, and I, I, Scream was probably my favorite one thus far. Halloween Kills probably my least favorite. This is somewhere in between them. Uh, it's good. Not awesome, but it doesn't suck. I, I liked it. It was entertaining, and it's it's pretty short. So, really, yeah, all right, yeah. I, I want to say it's only I, like an hour. You know, and there were some fifteen minutes, hour and twenty. There minutes. were a couple negative negative comments that I read on Twitter, mm-hmm. 
that made me go, eh, but I, I'm still going to watch it. It's not bad. I still yeah, watch it, it. You know, it's it's not terrible. Like, again, it's not Halloween Kills, which I thought was terrible. Yeah. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, Halloween <laughs> Halloween Ends has just wrapped filming. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so we'll sad. I didn't see Halloween movie. Kills, and I don't know that it's like the only Halloween movie I haven't seen. So I don't know. Well, I mean, you got. I mean, I have to watch it just not, to say I watched it, right? I don't, you might not want to watch it. I know. I've I've actually talked to a person who enjoyed it, and I was like, "All right, man. Like everyone's yeah. got their own thing. wasn't wasn't my thing, but like you said, it's the only one I haven't seen, and you can't like no, you watch it. it. I, I mean, it, you know, there's some yeah. there's some really good kills in it, so watch it for the kills. Yeah, that's all I have. All right, we I would like to start uh, this as an inaugural. Um, new segment to the show that I'd like to do monthly now. Hmm. We're going to do a segment called What Are We Watching Right Now? And each month what I'd like to do is one of the three of us will pick, and I'll start this month, will pick five great horror films that are available on any streaming service right now. Pick one streaming service and pick five films, horror films from that service that you'd like to mention and recommend for everyone to watch. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start off Right now, with this month's first five great horror flicks, right now on Tubi. So, my five great horror flicks on Tubi right now. Antrim is available on Tubi right now, supported by commercials. Doesn't we cost anything. That one, yeah, we reviewed. Yep. That. Young boy and a girl enter a forest to dig a hole to hell. Said to be cursed film from the late <laughs> 1970s. Antrim examines the horrifying power of storytelling. I was kind of scared movie. to watch it. Number, yeah, it, I mean, it, you, listen to our review. It was that? trippy. Yeah, it was trippy. <laughs> it was good. Um, second film, Thirty One by Rob Zombie. Fantastic film. The inner, you know, it's, it wasn't as good as you know, uh, The Devil's Rejects or House of a Thousand Corpses. However, it does introduce us to Doomhead. Um, uh, Doomhead. Uh, and the most famous line, the line I still repeat to people all the time is, in hell, everybody loves popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's five carnival workers kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hellist uh, compound where they are forced to participate in a violent game. The goal of which is to survive 12 hours against a gang of sadistic clowns. The midget clown, midget Hitler clown. Was oh, yeah, what was his name? Fucking <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! And he spoke Spanish. Uh, I think my number he? three, Terrifier. Yeah, yes, Rob Zombie insisted that he that was part of the kind of fun. Like <laughs> I saw an interview with the the, the, the dwarf, the little person. Wouldn't it be terrifying if a midget? Now let me let me just pitch this to you: a midget Hitler, Adolf yeah. Hitler, comes at you with a knife, and he only speaks Spanish. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, Rob. Sounds uh, good. <laughs> My third movie, Terrifier. On Halloween night, Tara Hayes finds herself in the obsession of a sadistic murderer known as Art the Clown. Fucking love that film. When is that sequel coming out, damn it? It's, it's supposed to have been out for a long time ago. but Dude, the, the whole pandemic thing fucked up the yep. filming schedule and all that shit. It's going to take a while to get I that I thought it was finished, sure. though. I, I thought I, last I read about it, I thought well, it was the last. Fin- Last thing I read was it's done and it's in post production. 
But where the hell? What, what's what's going on? I don't, I don't oh, understand. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, my fourth movie, Hell House LLC. That's Five years after the unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and the staff of an opening night at a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Good film, and it's on Tubi. And the last pick is Train to Busan. While zombie oh. virus uh, breaks out in South Korea, passengers struggle to survive in the train from Seoul to Busan. Fantastic film. Definitely worth watching. Yep. Good list. Yeah, it is a good film. I haven't All seen right. the sequel yet. Let's move. Yeah, exactly. Let's move on to our top five of this month. The top five of this month is the top five black horror films. Now, this means black actors, black lead role, black director, black writer, anything that has a, in honor of Black History Month and horror. Let's talk about black horror films. Okay. I start off, I believe, let me double check the list this month. We got... Sal Chris Craig. So let me start off with my top five black-related horror films. My number five is Candyman, 1992. Tony Todd. That's all I got to say. Tony Todd. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Great movie. Um, my number four, Little Monsters. The star Lupia Nyong'o, right? That was I'm, a great I don't think I've film. seen that one. On Hulu. That was Hulu, Little Zombie Kids. It was great. Josh Gad plays a uh, uh, child entertainer with a, I think he had like an alcohol problem or something. He's selfish. Nice. Trying to get the kids killed. It was pretty good. Uh, My number three, uh, Lovecraft Country. This was created and written and directed Misha Green. Yeah. African-American writer who put this film together, this uh, TV series together. Lovecraft Country was amazing. Yes. And I'm very sad that it got canceled. Oh, I know, man. Dude, those those little, like, Flopsy and Mopsy-like girls... Like I was scared oh, shitless. Yeah, scared that that shit whole episode, I mean, man, I was like freaking out dude. every time you hear that little like music in the yeah. background. I was like, "Oh shit, there yeah, they are!" They're yeah, all like, yes. "Oh man, dude," had me totally on edge. The way they were like walking all yeah. crooked and mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> that was crazy. Um, Get Out, 2017, Jordan Peele, nice, fantastic mm-hmm. nice. film. His yeah. debut horror film was amazing. Um, and my number one, Night of the Living Dead, 1968. And the main thing about that is the lead actor, Dwayne Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a black protagonist. First of all, that right. rarely ever happened in 1968. Right. And not only that, he was aggressive and rude to a white woman mm-hmm. yeah. as the lead protagonist. It, it was an amazing role. I love, I love how good he was in that film. Yeah. And and that's my number one. Because that, that was groundbreaking for George Romero to have a lead black protagonist for in sure. a horror film. Yeah. He survived the zombies and then got killed by a cop. Oh, by a fucking <laughs> cop at the end. Oh, <laughs> man. Which is like... All right. You good. Know, great list. Any honorable mentions? Uh, you know what? As for honorable mentions, I think I do have Tales from the Hood, 1995. That was a good uh, one. Rusty, Rusty uh, Kundiff, right. The director of Rusty Kundiff, fantastic film. It was pretty good back then. Uh, and I also have uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, 1995. Also a good film. Yeah. 
that was directed by Ernest Dickerson, who is also an African American. Yeah, and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was like one of the main protagonists in it. Well, I don't think yep. she was Jada Pinkett Smith at the time. Great I film. think she was just Jada, Jada Pinkett. No. no. Billy Jada Zane Pinkett. was Billy Zane was awesome in that movie. Billy Zane was awesome in that film. Yeah, absolutely. Nice right. list. Nice. Awesome. All right. So uh, my number five is Night of the Living Dead. We just uh, talked about that. Nice. So um, uh, my number four is Candyman, 1992. Uh just talked about that one too. So I'll, Tony Todd, uh, man, that's keep, all you got to say. Keep on moving. Got to say Tony Todd. My number three, Tony and Robert I actually Virginia just match. All you got to say. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> My number three, I actually just saw this past year. Uh, Attack the Block. I think I think one of you guys mentioned mm. it. Like no, I swear one of you guys mentioned no. it in one of our episodes, and I had never seen it. Um, great movie. It's yeah, uh, I think it, uh, it's I an think alien invasion yeah. that takes place in like the the, yep. the hood in London. Um, John Boyega is like the, yeah. the the main character in it, and it's basically a bunch that of. That was like, one of his first films too. Great movie, yeah. like it's funny. It's uh, it's a lot of there's good gore in it. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, check out Attack the Block. I think it's from, and they're actually there's a sequel coming out. Like this movie's like a, it's like twelve years yeah, old. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, my number two, Lovecraft Country. Uh, we talked about that one too. So. Uh, Love it. Love that show so much. It was so good. And then my number one is Get Out. Uh, so, <laughs> yep. Uh, two honorable mentions. Dude, that movie still. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, anyone who's never seen it but doesn't like horrors, I'm like, watch it. It's not your traditional horror. It's it. it you're gonna no, like it's it. Not. It's it's a, no. it's a horror but in it's a different one of those, sense. It's one of those films. Yep. It's one of those films. I think we even had it in our list for. Uh, top five films that it surprise endings. Yeah. Because yep. the surprise ending on this one was what the fuck. Yeah, real yeah. surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, two honorable mentions. My one, nice. also Demon Knight. <laughs> and another yep. one from last year, Demon The Knight. Boy Behind the Door, um, was really good. I don't oh, know if you guys... I don't think I saw oh, that. Oh, I saw that. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, the, the main character, one of the main characters is like a 12-year-old black kid. And one of the, there was two directors. The one director is a black guy. Um, his name was um, Justin Powell. If you haven't seen it yet, good good flick, not good suspense. Yeah, yeah. I just recently uh, saw that one too. Yeah, it's awesome. a twenty twenty one. I can't remember. I think it's a Netflix or a Prime. I forget which one. But it, yeah, but I think it's it was good. Netflix. I want to say yeah. it was Netflix. Yeah. And that's my list. Cool. All right, good Fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. That's a good list. All right. <laughs> Very similar. Uh, my number five, what's that? They're very similar. Very similar, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number five, I went with Us. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, and a lot of these movies do have some, you know, uh, statements, you know, political yeah. statements to them, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that was one of them that did, for sure. Uh, number four, I went with uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. I don't know if you guys have seen that one. I haven't that was seen good. that one yet. That was a good one. I, I think it's you mentioned good. that once before. Um, yep, the lead girl was uh, African-American. Yeah, it's like a zombie. Yeah, it's good. It's a good movie if nobody's seen it. I sort of think it flies under the radar. Is that on Netflix? It's a better movie than... It was a long time ago. Yeah, I okay. don't know if it's still on Netflix. Yeah, I could just look it up. Yep. Uh, number three, I went with Get Out. 
Nice. 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 I figured we would all do that one, and of course we did. <laughs> My number two, I'm sort of surprised nobody else had it on their list. I went with Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, you know, I, I completely did not think about that. Because that's on, that's on you guys' list, like, for everything, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? It pretty much is, yeah. Lord, yeah, I, I did not think about that movie for, for this. I, I'm not sure why. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't either. That was my number two. Uh, number one, I went with Night of the Living Dead for sure. Again, just you know, it was a powerful, powerful movie. I mean, and like you said, and groundbreaking. Again, you know, it had some. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think Jordan Peele for said it's what inspired and, him to make make horror movies. Yeah, and like I said, the ending. You know, it's it just a lot of surprises in that for for when it was made. You know, it was like yeah. Well, and and the great thing is, you know, um, the remake. In 1990, uh, Tony Todd played that part, and he fucking did a great job, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the remake. The remake, I like a lot better I when, did. It comes, when it comes to the female actress, right? Did you, and I, you and I saw that in the theaters, I think, so. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. But I, I'll tell you this. Um, like, the, that, that one was, uh, didn't... Um, Tom, uh, uh, the, the special effects artist, he directed Tom Savini. Tom, Tom Savini, uh, Tom Savini right. I believe yeah. so, yeah. So Tom Savini directed that one. And um, Tony Todd played the lead character, which he did an amazing job. But moreover, if you look at the 1968 one, the female lead was a whiny little bitch. She just like didn't talk to the black guy half the time because no matter what he said to her, she like just ignored him, didn't talk to him. And then she cried and whined and was like yeah. a little bitch the whole time. And it used to make me <laughs> insane over what a whiny bitch she is. And then the 91, Tom uh, Savini said, you know what? I'm going to fix that. Yeah. And he gave Tony Todd the, the male uh, protagonist role. And the female role was that redheaded girl. What the hell was her name? Hmm. I can't remember her name. But man, she was good because she was like, she played the role differently. Instead of being a whiny bitch, she like kind of. At the end, she was the one with the gun. You know, she yeah. was the one that that survived and left Tony Todd in the building. And when she came back, he was a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Still great, great films. The '68 one was fantastic. The '91 remake was awesome too. And then uh, for honorable mentions, I had uh, Serpent and Rainbow. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh man, People Under the Stairs. Ah, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one too. That's a great movie. Dude, and, fucking uh, Wes Craven's films, man. And yeah, and Ma, Ma was pretty oh, good. Ma was pretty good. Yeah, too. Ma was good. I I forgot about that one as well. <laughs> Damn, it yeah. was kind of weird though. It was a little yeah, bit it was weird. weird. Ma was a bit weird. It was about. weird, but you I think know, that's you know, I mean, it. Kind of kept you on edge, like I, I, the weirdness you know, of it. You, know, you didn't know where it was, what direction it was going, or yeah, it was like yeah. nice, good list. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Very, very good. Okay. That's very good. All right. Let's move on to the final segment of today's show, which is our movie review. Um, who picked this month's uh, movie? Chris. That was you. Chris. Okay. I did. Uh, this month's movie is Incident in a Ghostland 2018. This has a 55% by critics on Rotten Tomato and a 54% by audience on Rotten Tomato. Totally don't agree with that. All right, let's start off by saying um, the 
this movie was pretty good. Like, I don't understand how some of those ratings were so bad. No, um, I, I agree. It was different. I think it's it was sleeper, it was right? totally different. Like, I yeah, def def. And halfway through, like, I, I wasn't sure. Like, I was trying to figure out, like, where, where are they going with this? Like, what, what kind of movie, what, what, what genre are we looking at here? Right. You right. know? Right. Did, did you read the synopsis? Because yeah. the, the synopsis doesn't really give give a whole lot. You, you know, it gives you just a taste of what no, the... Really. I, I, no, really. No, it's mother... sort, of, uh, sort of a lie. It's sort of deceptive. But I think that's on purpose. Exactly. I think it's on purpose. No, right. I know. They don't want to give it away. Yeah. Another surprise ending, right? A mother of two who inherits a house is confronted with murderous intruders on the first night of their new home and fights for her daughter's lives. 16 years later, when the daughters reunite at the house, things get really strange. Yeah. Um, mm, I yeah. thought the, the, the two girls <laughs> were great. The, 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 the young girl actresses were, were awesome. Um, the camera work I thought was really good. The score. There was a bunch of jump scares that were pretty freaking good, and um, there was just a general sense I'll, of foreboding I'll, throughout throughout the movie. Right, right. Oh yeah, it was tense. Tense. Well, the, the whole movie was tense. Right. The thing yeah. that ate at me the most, especially during the beginning, is trying to figure out what genre this movie is. Right. Yeah. Like, because it didn't. And just when you thought you got it, like then it first... like changed. Exactly. Well, was, like yeah, she was in her happy place. That that part was like. But yeah, it served its purpose for sure, right? Beginning of the movie. Yeah, we're not going to be able to. It's a disturbing film. We're not going to be able to talk about this, I don't think, without like without spoilers. So, um, probably without ruining the whole thing. So, what we'll say is, right now, if you didn't listen, if you didn't watch it, and you don't want to be spoiled, stop listening right now. Go watch it, and then come back and hear our review. Yeah, go watch it because it's going to be filled with spoilers. There's no way to talk about this film right without at least talking about uh, what goes on in depth. Yeah. So one of the first things that like I, I loved was was the, uh, the 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 candy truck like had like police <laughs> sirens on it like like I was like what the, what the hell is up with this this candy truck like it, it like at first I thought it was a cop and all of a sudden as it gets closer and closer I thought it was an ice cream truck you find out later it's a candy truck which is bizarre as hell but but th- that that started well, it off and then like the dude was like waving at them yeah the dude was like waving at them from the truck and like what the fuck is going on there and then he didn't he like she gave him the finger and then he gave her the finger back and he like pulled up yeah. and like pissed him off and then then they get to the house you know and the house is old and there's creepy dolls all over it and cobwebs and and like and this was and inherited an inherited yeah house. and it it yeah, looks and a bunch like, of like ta- a bunch of taxidermy like there's like good animal heads and carcasses that's what i didn't understand though that kind of got a little i was like you know they inherited this house i'm like what what, what you know this is like weird to just you know the aunt was like a weirdo <laughs> She was like a hoarder or something. Because think about it. You had taxidermy stuff everywhere. You had like these porcelain dolls everywhere. And parts you of them like, too. Like there's just parts of the dolls. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so then so then they start moving their shit into their rooms. And they find that uh, mirror, which she, she calls like a Chinese something box. Like a, like a whatever. A tri- Chinese puzzle box. Yeah. Or like that, right? And yeah. so they, she figures it and out. She, she like finds that it opens yeah. and this creepy ass doll like pops out like laughing and shit like that i'm like okay it's gonna be like a you know possession like a haunted house kind of movie like i was like all right i got it now no. nope 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 
And then all of a sudden, like she's out in the car and she's like brings something into the and house. And you see that the front you see that truck pull up behind her. Like you just see the, the headlights in the up. back, yep. and you see the silhouette of the truck. I'm like, oh shit, that's that candy truck. Yep. And, that, and then they go into the bedroom and the sisters are arguing. And then you think it's like, all right, it's a home invasion movie. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Nope. Man, <laughs> and that first that first like attack where that big dude just like like just pummels that fucking that, brutal i was like oh shit it reminded me it reminded me of that part in uh in um texas chainsaw massacre where he bashes that dude over the head like when he opens the the door yeah. up and bashes that dude over the head like it was that like that intense when he when he tackled that tackled that late girl yeah. but the dude was huge and he made like monstrous fucking yeah noises like, like he, oh, he, he like sounded like a like a like a pig or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It was it was like uh, Chuck from uh, uh, Chunk or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Sloth. Goonies. Sloth. Hey, you guys. <laughs> just beating the shit out of people. With the <laughs> so, so then it turns yeah, into like <laughs> like like he's like just brutalizing these these this that the one girl. Um, what was her name? Uh, Vera, the the, the blonde headed girl, the yeah. one the non writer, the girl who wasn't into H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. No, uh, but that that the the well the thing that was weird is he picked the brunette up first. Oh my god, by yeah, the dude. Neck, and he sniffs. He, he sniffs sniffed. her crotch. Yeah, and he, goes, and he drops her on the ground, and then he grabs a blonde, throws her up against the wall, sniffs her crotch, and then bashes her off the ground and drags her by one leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and at this time, like, the, what the, the fuck is going on there? The mom's she, up she, like peed herself or something. Yeah, she did, and it was like rolling down know. her face. Yeah, it was rolling down her face. Yeah, I think that's why, like, he liked it. Yeah, oh, it like, yeah. Yeah. And then the mom was upstairs yeah, fighting was with the other invader, who, who turns out to be like a, like a like crossdresser. Crossdresser, yeah, like a drag queen or a crossdresser or something. Dude, that was fucking wild. Yeah, and that was a that was a crazy like fight scene. Like that was that was violent too. This is it was a violent movie. There was a lot of violence towards women in this movie. It was very like, violent. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's it's yeah, probably yeah. not a me too movement kind of movie, but hey, life yeah, is life, right? You know I, know. I think it was yep, Canadian yep. too, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe you're right. Sort of sent some Canadian So so then so then you think the the, the mom like beats up this uh this cross dresser and then goes downstairs and Somehow is able to save her daughter from the the big pig man, and sixteen years later, the the Lovecraft girl she's writing books and doing interviews on TV and stuff, and she's like, oh, all right, well, so that's over. Now she gets a call from her sister, like all freaked out and like tripping and right, right. Well, the thing is, like that first that first sequence is like twenty minutes of the film. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, okay, that whole well, sequence, like the first, yeah. And then you're like, okay, well that that's done. And then she gets called back to the house by her sister because her sister's freaking out. Her sister. Well, she's she writing tried, books, and, and and one of the books was about about that, that, that incident. incident. Yeah, right, right, right. And, and it made and, uh, it famous, the, and that's so. Yeah, that's what, that's sort of where they led you to, you know, that she got famous. You know, she survived. Blah blah. And then blah. she goes back to the house. And her mom's there, yeah. you know, eating marshmallows out of a out of a glass dish, and her sister's still freaking out. Uh, and then it gets crazy. Then it gets crazy. Yeah, I feel like at some points in this film, it was a lot like torture porn. You know, it was a lot yeah. like uh, 
uh, what am I thinking? Like um, uh, hostile, like hostile or something. Yeah, like hostile. Well, yeah, because that, that. Yeah, yeah. Or, or that pig man, like he's like 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 taking the dolls and like burning them and like twisting their arms and stuff. Right. And right. so so the scene that still led me to believe it was some sort of possession movie was where. The, the older sister's getting dragged down the hallway, and you can hear, like, punches and stuff happening. And then you see her hand get all, like, yeah. twisted up and stuff. And I'm like, it's got to be, like, some sort of supernatural thing, right? Like, like there's nobody there doing yeah. that to her, and there's no way she's doing that to herself. That was wrong, too. Mm-hmm. But, right. so, yeah. It, even even once the, the, the reveal finally happens, I'm still, like... Wow, so so this was all just taking place in her head, like yeah, yeah it's fucked up because uh, because you know up until that scene, like like you said, when she's by herself, like the blonde sister, and then they kill you. Yeah, she her. escaped too. I mean, that was a big part of the movie. Yeah, right? well, and the part where like she, uh, the mom the mom is like she locks herself in a room and does this, and then it's like, oh, where's the key? And there's no key. The door's not locked. Yeah. So the girl's like having these fucking yeah like meltdowns by herself. Like it was, the thing is, there was a lot of shit that went on that confused me a little bit. Yeah, um, there was a lot of it that was like, uh, this movie is like, it's too, um, too discombobulated. Discombobulated, like it's not organized or connected yeah. well. It, yeah. It's, it it mis it misleads you so many times that you go like, well, what the fuck is actually going on, right? Yeah, and, and it so gets that a little frustrating. So that was so that. That was kind of when it ended. Like I, I'm in my head. I'm like, is it really over? Like, how do we know for sure that she's just not right. telling herself stories again? We don't. We don't know. This movie might not be over. They could do a sequel. Mm-hmm. They really could. They could still be in that freaking house. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and her but sister one of the got quieted towards the end there. So like, did she yeah. die? You don't know. Right. That, you know, right. Yeah. Because like, she she had been screaming her head off for most most of the movie. You know. Now all of a sudden, not a peep out of her. Yeah, yeah, I thought the cool thing was so is it, when like you like you said, is that in her head like her sister's dead? And, yeah. Know, well, one of the cool things I thought was when you find out what's going on, they start showing stuff around the house that she's using to build the story in her head. You know, like the the picture of this, yep. the 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 candy that they're right. feeding them from the candy truck is what her mom was eating out of the bowl. You know, like her mom yep. is drinking beer and that's what they're giving them like in the in the in the house that they're still locked up in i thought that was really cool yeah 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 so as a, on a side note uh, you know to this film i was reading up on it you know the other night after watching it trying to figure out you know how did i feel about this film what was really going on there and and i was reading that that actress hickson the the blonde the blonde the younger ni- she's the 19 young- years old um yeah she sued the production company because she sustained accidental injuries during the filming of that that left Ooh. her left her face scarred. Really? Wow. Um, I mean, there was some film. there yeah. was some so brutal I, scenes in that movie. But that's the thing is, like, I, I'm thinking, well, no shit, like the shit that she was well, acting out choking, on screen there. Yeah, the choking at the end there that was pretty like man, like, insanity. See, yeah, insanity, pure insanity. Or that that scene where he was hold, holding the other girl up by her leg. Like he picked her up by her leg, and that, yeah. I think that's when she peed on herself because it was all like running down her yeah, yep. face and shit. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was a uh, it, it was a fucked up movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
and, and it was it was shot well. I thought it besides being violent it was and shot well. yeah. jump scene, jump scares. It was shot well. It was it was creepy. It was a good score. Like the music played well with the you know it was it, the music I liked was it. Was good, right? I think I think the scenes were not like a lot of horror films like this. The scenes are poorly lit. It just looks like shit. Yeah. The scenes were well lit. Everything had uh, the right kind of environmental atmosphere that was eerie and and foreboding for most of the film. Um, yeah. yeah. Overall, and I, I, like you said, I the readings I good. thought were uh, and chasing people away. I think it's sort of a sleeper movie. I, I really really enjoyed it more than. Yeah, well, I, you know what I sure. I was skipping around and and that popped up in my my thing a couple times and I, I you see the the face it's the girl's face with like the broken like uh, you know and I was like I read it and I was like yeah it sounds decent it sounds decent but I passed over it a bunch of times and then one night I'm like you know what? I'm gonna watch this one I'm just gonna watch it and I was like damn yeah. this is a freaking good ass movie like I was not expecting that at all. Yeah. yeah, and you texted, um, you're like, that's some creepy shit. I'm like, yeah, so then, yeah. And then I watched it when you did that. I watched it right after you said something. I was like, yeah, because it's not yeah, often so this, you get so the sleepers film, like that. Right, mm. so this film, a couple, uh, just a, s- a couple more side notes, right? Um, an incident, incident in a ghost land also has the title in some foreign countries of just ghost land. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears as some different names uh, depending on what country it's in. Um I think uh, it's definitely not a movie for squeamish people. Like, if you nope. don't like seeing that type of, uh, the only way I can describe it, it's is sort of like, like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre torture porn. Kind of yeah, too, I mean, right? if 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 that's something that is extremely uh, disturbing to you, you're probably not going to like this film. <laughs> it's girls getting beat up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't show the um, rape. I mean, they imply the rape, but they they show them getting beat on. Oh yeah, their faces. Yeah, the blonde's face is a mess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's the girl. That's the girl that got scarred. Uh, uh, the permanently scarred. Vera. To the production company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like a lot. If you look at some of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if you guys looked through some of that shit, but a lot of them mentioned misogyny. Mentioned the fucking. Uh, it's a horror um, movie. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You, no one's going to. I mean, there's a there's a time and a place for political views in movies, and some of them are done well. But not every horror movie has to have some sort of like underlying political message. Right. It could just be brutal. Yeah. Life is brutal. Shit like that happens, regardless of whether you absolutely want want, absolutely. want women to get beat on or not. It happens. It's horrible. Someone made a movie about women getting beat on. You know, like I yeah. I don't understand yeah. that. Like it's it's a movie. And I, and I think largely that bond between the sisters is kind of what was is represented yeah. pretty well in right. the film. Um, um, but yeah, I, it was definitely one that like like I, like you said, well, even I've the mother. It, you know what I mean? There was a bond with the mother too. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen this advertised a bunch of times. I'd never added to my list because I never heard much of it. But it definitely was an entertaining film. Um, it was shocking at some points. It was. It was a little bit frustrating at some points, but overall, I enjoyed it. I think it was it was worth my time, and it did not bore me. I was no. pretty much captivated. And it was pretty. By it was like an hour and a half, time. so it was uh, it was it was a good. You know, they timed yeah. it well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty intense throughout the movie too. Right, you didn't really get 
to breathe, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and especially when you when you thought they the, escaped and then the cops like were there like making sure they were okay. Oh. And then oh, it's like, "Oh god, no." <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. The beatings shall continue. Well, that was that that was probably the, my my the weakest part of the movie was the truck scene when they're on the way back to the house and she goes back <laughs> into her in, back into her brain. And she's at that dinner party and is having a conversation with H.P. Lovecraft. I was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Was this part really necessary? Like, weak. yeah, I was, was like. A little, a little weak. Yeah. Like like that, I was like, I, agree. I don't get it. Like, it, it seems just like you you forced Lovecraft into it just because she was into Lovecraft <laughs> and you, you, you had a quote by him at the beginning of the movie. Other yeah. than that, I thought it was a great movie. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was good. Like I said, I'm very entertained by it. So overall, for me, <clears throat> I'm going to say three and a half stars. That's what I that's what I was going to say too. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, it's not a masterpiece by any tr- by any means, but it's entertaining. It really keeps you in your seat. Some of it is extremely brutal. It it ties you up trying to figure out what's going on. It does throw in some of the common horror movie tropes in there, but overall, it's a good film. Yeah. Agreed. So three and a half by me, three, three, yep, three, three and, and a half, half, three and a half, three and a half. So I'm going to say overall, this is uh, the American Nightmare podcast. Three and a half stars for the incident in the ghost line. Very good. Awesome. That concludes the review. All right. Very good. <clears throat> so let's take a moment. Sorry, I got to clear my throat. <clears> throat. Let's take a moment and say um, once again, as always, thank you for listening to the American Nightmare podcast. I really, really appreciate all the people that take their time to listen to the show, that subscribe in their podcast app and get the automatic updates the minute I publish. I saw last month when I published the episode the day after we recorded it, within 15 minutes of publishing it, we had almost 50 downloads. That was awesome. Thank you again, all of our listeners. And remember, share this with your friends, share it with your family, anyone that likes horror movies, anyone that wants to find the latest horror movies to check out, see some reviews, listen to Top 5, get some horror news. Um, And also, don't forget, give us your feedback. Feedback at the-american-nightmare.com, or you can visit us on our Facebook feed. There's a link there that you can click to email us. Visit our website, the-american-nightmare.com, and send us some feedback. Let us know. Is there a movie you'd like us to review? Is there something that you'd like to comment on our top five and tell us that we're idiots? Why do we always (laughs) pick the same movies? Um, Give us a top five. Yeah, if you want to suggest a top five, that would be fantastic because it's getting extremely frustrating trying to figure out what the next top five will be. Although... I have been compiling a list of some ideas as they pop into my head. Sweet. Um, so that's that's kind of a good thing. So we can we got I, I got uh, how many do I have a list? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine nine lists that oh, we can shit. still come up with. But I'm gonna nice. gonna need some help, kids. Come on, someone someone email me. All right. Anyway, uh, I also want to make a mention once again that our opening theme music is Thor's Hammer by Ethan Mezicel. Mezicel. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, uh, but that is an awesome guitar riff track, and we're sure adding is. that as part of Creative Commons uh, to our podcast. Um, 
All right. That concludes our episode 47. Thanks again, everyone, awesome. for listening. And we will have some more for you next month. All right. Thanks. <laughs>